Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. If you're listening to the podcast for the very first time, you can follow us on Instagram at Kilgallen's Pub. The clips are on YouTube. We also have a Twitter that's also at Kilgallen's Pub. My name's Joe Kilgallen on everything. Just search that. I'm at my fucking name. You guys get it. All right. Uh, now, last week, there was no podcast. Uh, what's funny is the podcast you're about to hear, I originally wanted out last week. But uh, I had a big event in my life go down, a big life event, You should, I should say instead. A life event, event in my life. Well, it's, you fucking get it, right, guys? I'm very tired. And the reason I've been very tired is because my second son was born last Tuesday, April 23rd at Northwestern Hospital in Chicago, Illinois. And, um, yeah, he's, he's doing great right now. We're in the hospital for a while because it was a C-section. So, you know, there's some stuff with that. But uh, I'll, I'll talk. I'm going to have a whole podcast where I talk about that because... There's, there's a lot of story, a lot of story there. Uh, anyway, though, so there was no podcast last week, so apologies for that. But I did have a podcast in the chamber. I had one, you know, I had one in the reserve that I was going to release last week, but me and James Webb, who you normally hear with me, who you, you chimes in, he's the producer, he's a good dude, everyone loves him. He, uh, you know, he's like the CEO of the People of Comedy Podcast Network, everyone, so check out People of Comedy. And, uh, you know, there was just a whole thing about sending over the MP3 and blah, blah, blah. And we, you know, we just weren't able to get it up. So that's what you're about to hear today. And, um, again, if you've been listening for a while, really appreciate it. Uh, now that the baby's here, uh, I got two kids. And uh, if you want to check out that Patreon, that would really help me out because I'm taking like a month off of comedy shows. I've got some hidden episodes, episodes I had to take down for legal reasons and um, other such things. But you could hear them there. Patreon.com slash Joe Kilgallen. Also, we're in the process of editing my second comedy album. I'm going to have a, a download link for the peop, for the Patreons for free. So if you're a Patreon, you're going to get that shit before anyone else, which is pretty cool too. So check that out. Anyway, though, so this episode is with a very funny dude named Chris Tranny. Awesome guy. I know you'll like him. Um, it's a fun one because we did it back to back. So I think I started the podcast buzz where sometimes I work my way up to a nice buzz. I know this is a fun one. So I, I hope this was recorded a couple weeks ago. So if, you know, we don't really get too topical. I just talk about whatever. You know, it's bar talk. But if you hear one where you're like, oh, that was a fucking few weeks ago. Because it, it was a few weeks ago. Okay? You judgmental little asshole. Enjoy it. Have a beer along with us. And then next week, I think I'll do a podcast in which I'll tell you guys uh, my experience in the hospital and becoming a dad for the second time and all that great stuff. Uh, big shout out to my wife. She's unbelievable. And um, yeah, everyone's doing great right now. So that's that's really good. I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful for all of you listening. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you tell your friends. And, uh, you know, cheers to you and yours. This is Kilgallen's Pub. Very excited for uh, today's episode. Got a dude that I have been wanting to get on actually for a while, unbeknownst to him, I'm sure. I'll introduce you in a second. You're excited. I know it. And uh, But I got to thank everyone for listening. We've been getting great uh, listener feedback lately. Uh, the podcast has been going well. I absolutely love doing this. So thank you for everyone for checking it out because you guys, uh, you keep it going. You keep me, um, you know, if I was just talking about myself, I'd probably still do it because I'm fucking weird like that. <laughs> but uh, it's been great. That's and uh, today's guest is a dude who, uh, hardworking guy, man. I, I really respect what he does in the Chicago comedy scene. A guy who gets funnier and funnier every time I see him. I'm not just saying that either. Uh, Chicago comedian, national comedian, good old-fashioned American yeah. as well. 
Chris Tranny, everybody. How are you, man? I'm well. How are you? Good, dude. Good. Thanks for having me. And you got that last name that I'm sure got ridiculed <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. So you know what? I, I don't know. I guess Tranny, if you didn't hear me, everyone. I was on Man Cow last week. Do you know who Man Cow is? I know who Man Cow is. Just oh, yeah. real quick. Oh I, I usually, uh, for I'm going to do this every time you do a yeah, local reference. He was national for a minute. Man Cow, yeah. everyone, for my Australian and New Zealand listeners, is like a shock <laughs> jock. He was like a wannabe Howard yeah. Stern for a little bit and realized he couldn't compete in that yeah. world. So kind of went a little bit. I'll talk shit. You don't have to. Cause, yeah. But I'll talk shit about him because oh, he was a dick of, to me when I was on there. He wasn't like online. a dick dick, but he was a dick. Yeah. And um, yeah, so he had, he's just he's a local. He does oh, yeah. a local show that I think gets syndicated to. But uh, real shock jock yeah. guy. When I was on there, they had me sharing a mic because he does like a morning. I think they call it like a morning zoo style, yeah. which is different guests flowing in and they, they yeah. you know do outrageous shit. And it was also being filmed. It was like they had it like as a local TV show on some network, yeah. which was crazy. It was on eight o'clock in the morning. And the shit they were talking about was not eight o'clock in the morning stuff. Yeah. And they had me share a microphone with um, a female <laughs> bodybuilder who kept putting me in headlocks, just kept doing it. And look, these bodybuilders have all this weird fake tanning oil stuff. And yeah. she just smelled like chemicals. And I was getting was nauseous. Was she in the oil and shit? When- I know she was in her bikini, oh like, God. you know, thing that they wear. So yeah. was your, your face in her chest? I had like it ruined a sweater. I was wearing a sweater. <laughs> And whatever <laughs> shit she was, putting. yeah, yeah, my face was in like a, a a chest. It was like a attic chest. It was so fucking sturdy. Oh, gross! It was like made of wood. But yeah, like because a lot of those yeah. female bodybuilders, they don't have really big boobs. Yeah, they contour yeah. them to make them look big. They're just muscles. No. They're just a big muscle. There's no way it's like milk could ever come out of those with things. A nipple. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a strong fucking the big manly rock. chest. It's a rock with a nip, mm. and then the nips are rocks. The nips feel like they're little yeah. fucking thumbtacks that could stab you if you're too close to the edges of them. That's not yeah. a good look. Yeah. Yeah. So you were on there recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just as a quick story, because it's Man Cow, he cuts to me. He goes, so, a last name Tranny. And I I like, it, I was waiting for like 45 minutes, and out of nowhere, he throws to me. He goes, so, uh, I'm in the comedian with uh, Chris Tranny. Uh, what's it like having that? I was like, ah, it's wild. He goes, okay. And he got, went away. And I was Jesus, like. Jesus, dude. You, so you really, uh, you just. Called me a hack is what you just no, did. No, 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 no. I yeah, didn't mean to. I, I've never called anyone on that because last names are last names. They're all weird. Yeah. When you think about it, last names, are all fucking weird. Yeah. Right. I mean, your last name is Webb. Do you have, yeah. you come from yeah. a line of Webb feet people? Line of weavers. Yeah, like slingers. Uh, yeah. yeah. Kilgallen. It's just like an old Irish name. Actually, the K I L part refers to like the church. Oh which, shit. Yeah. Like which really? someone was telling me because I don't know what. Uh, Lori Kilmartin is a great comedian. I remember when I first met her, I was like, oh, I'm a Kilgallen. You're a Kilmartin. You know. Which was a stupid fucking line I used. It was not the line to hit on him. Sorry, I don't think I used Hang it as a on. line. I think yes, yes, you did. No, because <laughs> I, I was. I, we just found out I wasn't married yet, but I definitely wasn't trying to. Uh, well, not a like, line, but certainly like, like hey, like, I love you, Lori, but you're considerably <laughs> did, older than me. Okay, not Lori's a good looking woman. And you she's have to hilarious. tell us the story. Super smart. You're trying to plow through it. You no, walk I, up to Lori Kilmartin. I didn't like, walk up to weird. We we're <laughs> on the same show. And Laugh Factory's like first year, and it was during uh, the, when the Just for Last Festival used to be, which yeah. is famous in Montreal. I think yeah. they do one in Toronto too. And they were doing it in Chicago for a couple years there. And there was like, you know, comics, all the comics who were in town were popping on other shows, popping at other clubs. And I remember her and Neil Brennan <coughs> were on a show at Laugh Factory that I was also on, and I yeah. was waiting in the back with her. And uh, I was, we were talking a little bit. And then I think I was just you are like, so oh, my trying name's Kill Gallon. I go, my, I think I said something like Kill Gallon, Kill Martin. No, and I go, he's like I think I said, oh, yeah. oh, shut the fuck he up. He deflects you. a lot, Chris. Yeah, he's like, he's like in this circular way. It kind of, no, bro. You, well, you know that what was it your is. opening line. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is not what the first. It wasn't the first thing I said to her. Okay. Oh my god. Well, James said I deflect a lot. Well, what I do is as soon as I realize, oh, I'm not coming off as cool, then I deflect yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. you you were going right. Like, and then we're in the. That's the first time I've said son in a while too. I, you got to get a little straight oh when you uh, try to defend yourself. Yes. No, I, it came up. I think I I did bring it up though. Yeah. Yes, you did. Because you don't meet a lot of people with that same surface. Uh, I can tell you right now, that she prefix, didn't bring it up. whatever. Is there a name? Sur- no. Well, the prefix to it, like in Ireland. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, there's yeah. apostrophe and Mick. That's what everyone always thinks of when they think of Irish like names. Yes. But there are more towns that start with kill, and there are more like counties that are kill, and there's a ton of last names that start with kill. Yeah. And uh, so I think it was kind of like a thing like that. And uh, the funny thing is, this, this I didn't bring up. Someone in LA said, oh, there should be a show where it's Lori Kilmar and Karen Kilgariff and Joe Kilgallen. Nice. Because we was... all have the names that start with kill. Yeah. And Karen Kilgariff, I would yeah, love to be on killers. that just because yeah. they're both great comics. But Karen Kilgariff, talk about podcasts, she does that. Yeah. Um, my favorite murder podcast, which yeah. is fucking massive. We call it Killing like a, Time. It's a good. top five. Yeah, <laughs> Killing Time. Killing Time. Yeah, yeah but I, she was like, oh, well, you know what it refers to? I'm like, yeah, it's like the church or something like that. And she's like, yeah, so like I would be like St. Martin because it's Kill Martin. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Galen like, I love means. You. I don't know what that <laughs> translates to. But uh, anyhow, though, um, with uh, Tranny, though, it's I, I think maybe because as I said it out loud, I figured people listening would be like, wait a minute, Tranny? Because it is a name you do a double take yeah. for. Totally. Your name's Chris Tranny. You do a double take. And you know what's funny is like... Are you right? You need a drink? You look, uh, yeah. I could talk yeah. while you cough. Uh, okay, yeah, please. This is how you do it professionally, man. There you go. Suck back that Miller High Life. And then we're going to do, do a shot towards someone. I have this Perfect. bottle of Michael Collins still from... Uh, nice. Those of you who listened to the previous podcast with Blake Burkhart will know. It's a new thing I'm starting on the podcast where we'll open up. Me and the guests will do a shot. Um, like we'll do like a here's to you. I was right. going to say we'll do a shot in honor of somebody, but in honor of someone sounds like, oh, someone died, like and that's why we're died, doing the yeah. shot. But we're doing it like a here's to you type of thing. So here's the thing I want to ask you, because you're a veteran comic, and I'm a couple years in. Okay, I'm gonna How old are you, it. though? I'm 35. 35. I'm See, you man. have a thing that Blake Burkhart has. Blake didn't start until he was 27. Yeah. Obviously, you started later. Yeah. But I feel like all the comics who start later fucking kind of start with their business head already on they're more committed they're more like they're like hey i've done the decade of not or close to a decade of not knowing what i want to do in my life right i found this this is my love i'm going to push forward with that so this is to the listeners who aren't comedians who i hope most of you aren't to be sad if everyone who listens is a fucking comic (laughs) that's not the demo i'm going for yeah because you're not gonna buy tickets to my show you fucking comedians and uh, you're not gonna buy tickets to shit you're poor you get it and uh is that whatever it is in life uh if you find that love go all in you know right. what I mean? Go, go, uh, balls it's, to the wall. It's a craft. It is a craft. It's a craft. And, and and who gives a fuck if you spent your first ten years bouncing around from job to job to job to job? Yep. Everyone does that. Not everyone, but right. Y- you go through some shit before you find that that piece of heaven that becomes what right. you want to do for the rest of your life. It's yeah. It's a, it's a craft. You have to learn it. Like I still, I've, I'm learning all the time. But you came yeah. in right away. No, like I started when I was twenty one. I was twenty one, turned twenty two, like Holy right shit. away. And How I was twenty one for like a minute. Um, 34. Holy shit. And so I've been doing it for 12 years, basically, because I started when I was 22. Yeah. I really started when I was like 22. And, you know, I was a 22-year-old kid. So I was... Yeah. I didn't, like, have the business hat on. Now, and, yeah. Which you shouldn't your first couple years anyway. You should just yeah. relax with it. But I wasn't... Take away the business hat thing. I wasn't 100% knowing... I was just enjoying the ride. I was just like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to do, I'm going to get drunk here and, and have some shows here and meet some yeah. cool people. And I was... No, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. But I feel like, uh, like at, at your age, you get better quicker because you're kind of like, I know what I don't want. You know what I mean? Like it's time. It's like a time thing. You're, you're kind al- of like you're also like I gotta fucking I, yes, I gotta work. You know, I gotta like, get going. Yeah, 
Yeah, but th- so this is what I want to ask you. So for listeners at home, so Joe is Joe's Joe's in Chicago. What's called a headline? I can't believe I'm explaining this, but like Joe does 45 minutes. We have him at House of Blues. He'll close it out and do 45 minutes. I'm still like a host feature, so I'll do 10, 15. Great. Anyway, so like, coming full circle to my last name. Last name's Tranny, right? I say Tranny, but everyone says Tranny. How does it Fine. pronounce? Is it Tranny? Tranny. Oh, well, yeah. you should be correcting people then. That's good. At least correct me. I, I get it if someone fucks up when they're announcing you. Because you don't want your right. first thing to be like, actually, guys, you mispronounce my name. Because everyone in the audience is like, we don't give a shit. Be yes. funny. Yeah. yeah, which leads to another question I have for you. But anyway, um, so, okay. So I have a joke. And sometimes I tell it, sometimes I don't, where I go, guys, it's not, it's, you know, people don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Tranny? Is it Tranny? I go, guys, it's Chris Transgender. You know, like that's, <laughs> I like that's a joke. Thank that's you. A good little quick line to start us out with. Why do I keep getting gasps at the top? Because transgender set? right now is a trigger word. Jesus Christ! Because they're right now one a big fault I have with comedy, and I've mentioned this numerous times, but I could I could bring it up again because, you know, I think I always bring it up to the end of the podcast when I'm not as coherent. Is <laughs> that there's the the arguments all fucked up right now with the whole PC thing? Yeah. Some people are like they're on the side of yeah yeah I'm. Um, they're kind of like part of that PC place. And then there are comics like your Bill Burrs and your Joe Rogans who are just yeah. like, no, fuck that shit. So where the fuck you want up there? Yeah. And look, yeah, you can. And it's always context. And I, I believe you could, you should and can say whatever the fuck you want up there. But the argu- there's two different arguments in my head. If you're on the camp of no, uh, if you say a word like, I'll just say, if you say fag, fuck you, don't say that word on stage, write better jokes, get better and all that. And that's a great that's a great argument, I believe. I actually think yeah. there's some merit to that. Yeah, you know, because it's like you're using cheap words that actually will hurt people. I used to have a joke where I mentioned the word fag, even though I was making fun of the people who use the word, and kind of I, I I wasn't like being hateful towards gay people, but I did say the word. And I asked a gay friend of mine, I'll name him Bill Cruz, great comic, LA comic, look yeah. him up, everyone. He was like, dude, he loved the joke. He's like, hey, I personally think that joke's fantastic. Yeah. And he goes, you gotta understand though. If there's even, there might be a gay guy in the audience who, when he as soon as he hears that word, he's not going to listen to the rest of what you said because he's immediately yeah. taken back to a time when she was getting his ass kicked and being called that at yeah. a time in his life where he's like, "Is there something wrong with me? Why yeah. do I feel this way?" And they, he might not have been out yet. There might have been like of, a 15 year old gay kid who's like, "I'm not gay," but he is gay, and his friends call him that and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. That so right when I heard that, I'm like, "See, now I don't want to do the joke anymore because I don't find the humor in it anymore." Yeah. And a couple of my friends were like, "I'll oh, do that joke kills. You're not going to do that anymore." And I go, no, because I no longer find it funny. They're like, no, nah, fuck that. You're buying into their shit. I go, right. no, I'm not. I'm really not. Because I don't. I want comedy. Right. I really do want my comedy to be for everybody. I don't pander. I, I mean, look, my comedy's not for everybody, but I don't want someone laughing for the wrong reasons. I don't right. want someone in the crowd going, oh, he said that word, you yeah, fuck them, and not hearing me, because that yeah. happens too. And I don't want someone thinking I'm being hateful toward them when I'm not. You don't want to be misunderstood is really what it is. Because I won't, I won't change my sets to, you know, I yeah. won't do some show... And, you know, I won't go to like fucking Vermont where everyone's like lily white liberal and do a bunch of shit that makes them happy because, you know, I don't do a bunch of shit that makes them happy. And I won't go down to fucking, you know, deep Texas and do a bunch of shit. I won't pander to them by being like, hey, fuck these losers up north. I won't do that. I'll always be me. But again, I don't want to I would prefer I bring people together as opposed to not. So uh, last thing I'll add, because I know I'm I'm rambling here a little bit. No, Go ahead. About this point is that. If I can't find it funny more, I have no problem ditching it. And yeah. whatever reason you no longer find a joke funny, no problem ditching it. Because, like I said, any comedian who's worth a damn knows, oh, there's more. Yeah. I'm going to come up with something better than that. Yeah. You know, and even though at the time that was probably like a top five joke I had response wise, 
it wouldn't be in my top 30 right now. Yeah. Like you as long as you're working and you're, you trust your talent, you're going to keep writing funnier shit. Yeah. So when I hear comics are just like, Oh, I couldn't let go of a joke like that. I'm like, well, you don't think you're going to come up with a better one? Is that yeah. what you're, that's really what you're saying? Or if you're like, no, fuck that. I want to keep doing it. I was, I fine. Yeah. Cool, man. That's the power we have up there. And that's kind of a cool thing. So what I was going to say with mm-hmm. the audience being weird, when you say transgender, it's because that's a yeah. word right now that when they hear that, they think, Ooh, Ooh, yeah. no, what's, I can't really, and that's what I have a problem with the PC shit. Because yeah. these are people who are usually like, "I'm fucking open minded. I'm a big liberal," you know. And it's like, right. no, because that's not liberalism. You're you're not being a fucking liberal. Because liberals would would open mindedly hear it. They might not like it, yeah. but they're not going to immediately shut down based on the topic. That's right. what kills me. I've seen comedians bring up a topic. They'll bring up a topic like transgender. They'll bring up a to- they'll bring up race. They'll bring up feminism. They'll bring up you know mm-hmm. me too. They'll bring up whatever is considered like a hot button issue. Yeah. And the audience, not all audience members, but some of them will shut down before you even say what you're going to say. You just right. say transgender, and they go ooh, but you didn't say anything negative. Right. Nothing was negative, and they got weird on you. And I've seen that happen with some of my jokes. And it's like no, like yeah, don't fucking don't say that you're this when you're fucking not. That's mm-hmm. why I'm almost like liking some more conservative crowds because I feel like they go with shit a little bit more. Oh yeah. But then again, they get offended if you make, if you no, make fun of fucking cops you, or you, Christians, you know, they'll get pissed off. You know who goes with it? Actually, you've got a joke about this. Black audiences are amazing. Yes, and then the best. Uh, you've got a joke about and this. gays are great too. Yes. The funny yes. thing is, white. Women yes. usually, or not always white women, but like... No, say it. <laughs> yeah, it's usually white women who are worse with this shit, but I don't want to generalize completely. It's out there. No, it's out there. Now, one of my white women friends they was saying, be, like, yeah. oh, you, do you like it when everyone says all white men? I go, no, I fucking hate that, actually, because you're yeah. generalizing. The same way, when someone says all cops, I get mad, because yeah. I'm like, I know a lot of great cops. It's right. bullshit to say that. Or when someone says, like, all Muslims right. are terrorists, I go, that's not fucking true. I know a lot of great Muslims. That's bullshit. Right. That you're being lazy. Right. And uh, so I don't want to say all white women, because I get it's mad. It's like when they say all, all Cubs fans suck. It's like, I mean, yeah, oh, most. Oh my do. god, I forgot most that you're do. fucking from St. Louis, you piece of shit, Cardinal fan. I can't believe I got you here. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've been dying to say that. Yeah, no, you squeezed it in pretty good, man. I could tell. I fucking yeah. put it on a goddamn yeah. tee for you. Good for you, man. Way to, way to fucking Can swing. I just say, living in Wrigleyville in 2016 was like hell on earth. Well, that's what you get. That's Have what you, you seen that get. photo of me where the Cubs fan passed out on me on the L train? No. I'm just sitting there like this, and there's a Cubs fan just like on my face. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get you to send it to me so I could uh, use the. I'll put yeah. that on our Instagram. That's fucking yeah. great. So. But uh, but also, you moved to Wrigleyville. You moved to right, right where the Cubs play baseball, didn't you think? Where they that was won be a thing? the World Series. Yeah. As a Cardinals fan. That's got Like, I'm living in like. Well, you're living in enemy lines, man. There you oh, go. Fuck. So, yeah, with the whole uh, <laughs> the sensitivity thing with that, it just. It, yeah, it, it, it when I was saying white women, but it's because it's not always white women. Because it, cause, the it's, walk it's, back. It's well, I, yeah, I am. Wa- I'm, I'm walking it back slightly because I don't want to say all, but most. When I said white women, what I meant was well, that's the one thing with a lot of stereotypes. College educated liberal white women. You know? There you go. With, with this thing with stereotypes, so people get offended when you use a stereotype or talk about a stereotype. A lot of them are true, though. So mm-hmm. I had Abby Sanchez and Joey Gomez on the podcast yeah. uh, a week ago. And great comics. Great, hilarious comics. And I said to them, I go, you know what I just noticed about Hispanic culture is like, I feel like with Hispanics, you could bust chops and bust balls, and they don't really get sensitive. Oh, they're the best. And then I threw out the, the whole thing where it's like, also what I love about Hispanic households is there's always ground beef being cooked. Always. <laughs> That's a stereotype. They both were dying and crying. <laughs> if I would have said that with two, like, you know, who I'm fucking talking, like hipster type people, I guess, yeah. they would have looked at me like, mm, you shouldn't have said that. Sounds yeah. problematic. And I'd yes. be like, fuck off. Look, yes. is it a stereotype? Yes, but a lot of these come from some truth. Yeah. And there's a stereotype right now That's growing with, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to just say, like, kind of like hipster type, because there's a lot of dudes who are like this. 
where they get offended for other people. Right. And that is insulting to those people. Yep. Joe, you know when mean? did you know you wanted to be in the alt-right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. He, he knows this shit gets me because it's like the stuff I'm saying now used to be common sense, but people yeah, twist it to being very... like, you know, Joe's on the other side. Now I'm like, no, I'm not. Joe, I'm on... Joe kill Rogan. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Joe Rogan's not alt-right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Web and I both respect that man greatly. People no, just I, think I'm that because he has Ben Shapiro on his great. podcast, but... No one ever says it when he has when he has Neil DeGre- when he has liberals on. No one ever calls him fucking alt left or whatever the term is. I don't fucking know. It's just everyone's so goddamn into labels. Yeah. I just uh, I fucking uh, I call shit out when I see it, and it doesn't matter if you vote the same way I do. Yeah. You know, I um I don't like Donald Trump at all. I I, I think he's an embarrassment, right? But yeah. I also see what, and I think a lot of it is just what society is about right now, and everyone kind of follows the herd. Yeah. And the herd on the one side is going in this way where they're just trying to be the most pure. That's why they're so quick to cancel people, uh, even when look canceling R. Kelly, f- great. The guy's a huge piece of shit. Wait, what? Michael what did, Jackson. What did R. Kelly do? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a urinary tract infection and just can't uh, hold it. No, um, UTI. Yeah, He's it's like get you know, drink some cranberry juice, name the other way. Come on, there, Robert Kelly. Uh, not to be confused with the comic Robert Kelly, Bobby Kelly. He's yeah. funny. Uh, it's like, so, you know, people just want to jump on whatever little bandwagons in their little circle. They want to be part of something. The vast majority of people are still in this like high school state of mind where it's like, I want to be at that table and whatever that table is rallying against, they join in on that. But yeah, somehow in the worst possible way, the internet made it cool to like, like be virtuous. It made it cool to be like, and I actually, I actually think we're past that because like, I think the, the pendulum starting to swing the other way, Yeah, you know? Because, like, I yeah. think to myself, I go, I, there's so many major important fucking things going on right now. Yeah. So many things. Like, I, on, the, on the previous podcast, we were talking about how a lot of MMA fighters came from nothing. And I told the story about the Diaz brothers very quickly, everyone, because if you heard the last podcast, you've heard this. How they started in jiu-jitsu because the local gym, the guy said, come on by, I'll give you a burrito. Nice. In, in their minds, that's, that's one meal a day. And that's you know that's why a lot of immigrants worked as dishwashers. People think of it as Mexi- is a Mexican job now. Yeah. No, that's just the latest wave of immigrants. Yeah. Polish people did it before that. And right. Back in the day, it was a super Italian job. You know, what right. I mean? and like you know, every wave of immigrants did that job mainly because oh, that's a free meal because I work at a restaurant. Yeah, I'll get something. Yeah, and and I hear these people complaining about life, and I go, Are you struggling to find meals? You're not. You're fucking not. Yeah. Okay, and you're gonna just think you know everything and. And again, like I said, R. Kelly's a huge piece of shit. That Harvey Weinstein type guy, huge pieces of shit. These people yeah. should be in fucking jail for the rest of their lives. I 100% am on board. I support that. But when you're looking for every little thing, so they tried to cancel Matt Damon when Me Too first started oh. because all he said, this is all yeah. he fucking said was, oh, there's a big difference between Harvey Weinstein and Al Franken. Yeah. And people said, how, who are you to say what's what? And yeah. he just said, there's degrees to this stuff. And he's like, not wrong. He the fuck is the difference between a rapist and a guy who maybe hugged a girl too tightly? Huge fucking difference. <laughs> Huge. Like, how are we? And I think that only hurts the movement. And yeah. I know a lot of women I know were like, yeah, fuck people who are trying to get these dudes because we do have bigger issues right now. We are trying yeah. and they're making a mockery of our shit. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing one woman on Twitter try to like say, oh, this guy's bad too because he cheated on his uh, girlfriend or even a wife is his mm-hmm. girlfriend. And obviously cheating's bad, but cheating is not part of Me Too because women cheat as well. Me Too is supposed to be like what men do to women 
and how women are like, yeah, me too. That happened to me too. That's why yeah. that became the I hashtag. I feel like you've me said too. a lot of this on this podcast before. <laughs> Have you, you listened to the podcast? <laughs> a little bit. So yeah, I know. I get hyped okay. up. I haven't, have I brought Matt Damon specifically? <laughs> no, I don't know about that. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. No, no. no I'm with you a thousand percent. A thousand percent. I, I, I'm coming full circle back to comedy. I just I'm think, saying it's a good joke and don't always, yeah. does it always get that reaction? So if it always gets no. that reaction, then maybe yeah. you might want to drop it. Cause that might be something universal. Yeah. What if, uh, yeah. Cause like every time I say the N word on stage, it's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it's like how are you saying back. it though? Well, I say it with a hard R. So I figure, you know, like, well, go big or go home. Yeah. You yeah. gotta go all in, baby. You gotta go all in yeah. on that. Right. I figure like, you know, that should point out I'm a white guy. You yes. Know, like, <laughs> you know, it's so funny that Richard Pryor, two of his best albums, there's a lot of people who can't even say the title out loud. Yeah. Bicentennial N word, and then he's got another one with N word, right? Yeah. He's got two. That guy was great. Um, have you ever said the N word on stage? Never. Or like, have you ever never. said? No, never. Um, yeah. Uh, there was that uh, HBO thing, um, Talking Funny, was with Ricky oh, Gervais yeah. and yeah. Louis C.K. and Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld. Yep. They talked about the N-word, and I, I'm on Jerry Seinfeld's team with this one because Chris Rock says it because he's allowed to. And, you know, I, I totally respect what, uh, like, the culture behind black people using the word as a way to be like, we're taking that totally. shit back. That's totally. awesome. I get that, you know. And um, and other people can't say it, which makes yep. sense. Danny Kels, totally. great Chicago comedian, national comedian, but lives in Chicago. Amazing. Uh, who's taking a little bit of a time off, but he'll be back, everybody. He, he, uh, he had this great joke about how he's a friend. He goes, I can relate to that because we had a friend that we called Cheeseburger Tooth. Because he always had a piece of cheeseburger in his tooth, in his teeth. And we'd be like, "Oh, cheeseburger tooth, yo, CBT. What do you want, CBT?" You know, there'd be like a, a it'd be like a little fucking hole in the wall diner type place going, "Yo, what do you want? What do you want for you want a cheeseburger?" Sure, saw that coming. Oh like, it was part of the joke. God. And he goes, and then another guy outside of our group, a dude who we didn't really know, he called cheeseburger tooth, cheeseburger tooth, and uh-huh. we weren't fucking having it. Like, and I go, "Yeah, that's kind of in a sense that yeah. you know, there's that dude that." You and your friends get to to give shit yes. to because he's your buddy, yeah. And that's part of why you give him shit. You love him, but he's he's easy to pick on and it's fun. Yeah. But if someone outside that group starts giving him a hard time, you beat the fuck out of that guy. Right. And that's really the same deal right. with the N word. So I, I get that and I respect that. And Seinfeld said because Lucy Cake has said it and actually gets yeah. big laughs and seemed to yeah. not anymore, but you know back in '09 yeah. when he said the joke or '08 or whatever. When he could have. Yeah. And Chris Rock was even like, yeah, he does it in a way where. And they asked Jerry about it, and they both laughed, going, wouldn't it be great if Seinfeld had a great N-word joke, right. like him of all people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such yeah, a funny what's thing. What's the deal? Yeah. <laughs> With deal? N-words. You yeah. know, like. <laughs> <laughs> what would his joke be? They're always breakdancing in the subway, like, yeah. you know, some outdated reference. Um, but, right. yeah, so he said... He goes, I, no, I've never, I've never done, and never would, because I just simply don't find humor in the word. There's a great line in it where they kind of how out. I feel about the the word I mentioned earlier in the podcast. Yeah, they say to Seinfeld, they go, uh, you, you, they said, uh, you don't find humor in the word, and Seinfeld goes, nor do I seek it. Yes, that's <laughs> what he said. Nor do I seek it. I'm not looking to make yeah. that funny. Yeah. Where there are some people who are like, yeah, they, I, I, there are edgy comics who I don't like because I know that's not natural. I know right. they're sitting down and going, ooh, what's the thing I could say today. Right. And and fuck those people on that side of Twitter because there's some people who kind of like them right. who hate the people who are like overly sensitive. They like that guy, mm-hmm. and I go, no, fuck that guy because that's easy. Yeah, like the cathedral in Notre Dame. You know, everyone, I'm a right. little topical, so you know when we recorded this, you're probably hearing mm-hmm. this a week later, and I'll get to why I'm spreading this podcast out with the other one. Uh, they'll they'll say something shitty about that. Yeah, and I go, that's that's like an easy take. Yeah, it is just what whatever everyone else is talking about, you dump on. Oh, Game of Thrones is back. Well, fuck you, you fucking nerds. Yeah. I never watch it. Looks stupid. Like that. That's like an easy person to be. Right. And I don't respect that. Right. What you're doing is you're trying to ruin people's good time. 
Yeah. People living funny, you're ruining that. Now, don't get me wrong. There's certain things I see the masses do, yeah. and I'll pick apart. But if it's if it's easy, I don't. I yeah. Just it's like I don't find it funny. I think it's easy, and I just who gives I, a fuck? Get over I, it. I want to say this though, and this is something that I actually do. I maybe I'm gonna be an idiot for saying this, but I don't. I don't care. Um, do you remember when Bill Maher said the N word? I do. Remember that? This okay. is a clean one. The shot glass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I mean this in like a I positive way. How can I put this? Like the comic in me totally empathized with him. Does that make sense? No, like, no, it does 100%. I saw it in his head. He's interviewing a congressman, and he made some joke about who works in the field, and he works in the house. And he said, well, I'm no, I'm no house N-word or something Yeah, like he that. said something like, like, if you were a slave, you'd be on the plantation. He goes, oh, me? Come on, I'd be a house. Yes. Which was his trying to way of being like self-deprecating. I like how weak I am. I can never yeah. work the fields. But he slipped and said the word. Totally. And yes. I don't condone it. I don't agree with it. No, but he apologized for it, Here's too. where I have a problem with what happened after that. Is First off, shouldn't have said it. Totally, 1,000% Bill Maher was in the wrong. Uh, not a good joke. Didn't land. But that's, as our, as our job as comedians... We're trying to jump from one ledge to the other and land. It just didn't land. Like, it was a joke. So where I got angry was the plethora of of comics on Facebook and social media who torched Bill Maher. That's what kills me the most right now. Comics was, torching comics. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah, he told a bad joke. But, like, quit torching him, not in the streets, but on like online. Like, just... Because as comedians, we of all people should know how hard it is up there, and you're vulnerable. You slip yeah. up in a moment, and that's what—that's really what's kind of the guy's got Ice Cube yelling at him. Like, I think know? Ice Cube only did that because if he was jumping on social media, I think yeah. Ice Cube saw the backlash on social media and wanted someone to get in his face about it. And Ice right. Cube was like, "Ooh, I'm scheduled to be on the show next week. I'll score points." Right. I don't think you know any. There's no way in hell Ice Cube thought Bill Maher was a racist. Right. There's no fucking way, and there's no way anyone who's paid attention to him knows he's a racist. Right. The funny thing about Bill Maher is he's hated by liberals more than he's hated by conservatives. Yeah. yeah. Because like some of the things I've said tonight that may upset people on the left right. is because he tries to be consistent with it. Yeah. You know? He said some stuff about uh, Muslim culture where it's like, as liberals, shouldn't we be mad at the fact that they're they right. weren't letting their women drive and they weren't letting this and, right. uh, and all that stuff and the religious police taking over? Shouldn't we be against that? Yeah. Like I'm for respecting things, but there's also times where it's like, no, it goes beyond that. Right. Or he made a point where it's like, if Christianity was doing this, you'd be all over them. But well, and these other just... religions are cutting off women's clits and no one's saying shit yeah. because you don't want to be disrespectful. I, I he might have, he says it's smugly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a guy with a lot of fucking money. Suits are stupidly shiny. Yeah, like yeah. The, the, get, get over yeah. yourself with that hair gel. Like I, you know, he's an easy target. And when he fucked up, people were just like, "Yes, we get to yes. go after him finally." Yeah, that's what and it all is. That, that's just they were so that you know what I mean the, the yeah. people on that side, their dicks got erect, their pl- pussies got wet, and they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah. we get well, to take someone it down." Was, it was virtue signaling, tonight. and then it's an easy virtue target. Signaling. Yeah, we're like, oh, "Cool, we get to go after the rich HBO host who we don't identify with." We don't. We probably can't even afford a subscription to his network. Yeah, they just you saw know, the clip, though, because yeah. they went, they saw whatever was trending yeah. on Twitter, and then that's what they take a swing at. And I even tweeted the, the other day saying, hey, look, I approach these trending topics the way you'd approach an at-bat if you're playing baseball. You don't yeah. have to swing at every pitch. Yeah. You don't have to, like – I know people that are just, like, everything that's a hot take, they have to take their – they have yeah. to say their little two cents about it. Where it's like, no, you don't. Yeah. You fucking don't. Just yeah. shut, like – I mean, you know, if you got something, if you have yeah. something of value to add, yeah, go for it. But there's just so many. It's just it's fucking lame to me. It's it's just lame as shit. Yeah, you know. Occasionally, if you write a good joke, 
it's kind of brilliant. Oh, you if know? you get a good one, oh, good I've show. seen some good ones out there. Don't get me wrong. Oh, man. If you've got a nugget, fuck yeah, do it. But that's that's not you swinging at every pitch. That's right. you fucking crushing one. Yeah, that's different. Right. But I see some people that just everything they do, everything. Yeah. Whereas I know other people like a comic like Michael Costa thinks really funny, or um, or Tim Dillon who thinks really funny. Um, there's just a lot of like uh, uh Megan Gailey, uh, Lisa Traeger, like people like that where. They don't jump on everything, but when they do, it's like there's a fucking punch to it. There's like a point, and yeah. it's like, oh shit, it's a good yeah. call. Like Gailey will comment on sports, you yeah. know, if some athlete hitting someone and being a piece of shit, and 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 shine a light on that in a way yeah. that's like, fuck, good take, and um and yeah, so like that's what you want. But if it's someone where it's like, ooh, what's the trending thing now? This is it, mm-hmm. right? And they're it's just, it's, I don't know, it's right. fucking boring as hell to me, right? Just well, a, it's, a it's also like, right but it, you're right. I think it's it's swinging back the other way. It's like so. Yesterday, I I don't know when this will air, but yesterday was a airing of the Game of Thrones episodes, like the comeback yeah, season eight, and like so the amount of people who posted a photo of snowy Chicago, who was like, man. Game of Thrones marketing is on point. Because <laughs> yeah, it snowed seven, about six <laughs> yeah. or seven inches in Chicago yeah. the day after I got sunburned because it was sunny in like 55. Yeah. It's weird. And yeah, exactly. That, that joke got recycled. Right. There's another thing that's a, a lesson for everyone out there. If the joke comes too easy to you, it's probably been said. Right, right. You know, right? Yeah. Totally. See, yeah. Totally. People get lazy. So, But, you know, let's do the shot. Yeah. Uh, so again, this is the second week I'm doing this where we're going to open nice. up with a shot. We got it sidetracked into like 20 minutes of combo. But <laughs> here on, we go. Hold on, hold on. I want to point out <laughs> the shot glasses, Senior Frogs. So yeah, baby. <laughs> these are our great producer James Webb shot glasses, Senior Frogs, which straight from, from Cancun, Mexico, baby. A Playa plastic Senior Frogs. I I've made it. <laughs> this, this is the good stuff, and we're drinking Michael Collins again for week number two. Drink this is Michael a shot Collins. we're going to do. A here's two. Hang on, hang on. I got to point this out. We're drinking uh, the whiskey of an I- Irish freedom fighter out yes. of senior frogs plastic <laughs> shot glass. The irony is lost on me. <laughs> so this is very American what we're doing here. Yeah. Taking a proud Irish heritage and just mucking it up. You know? yep, absolutely. Uh, we're going to do a here's to supermodel slash actress Kate Upton. Of course. All right. Let's do one of Kate Upton and I'll explain the why we're doing Kate, Kate Upton, Upton after we, uh, do we suck this back. Yeah. Slancha. All right, beautiful. That was a good one. Pretty smooth, right? For sure. I For like sure. it. Good shit. All right. Good So shit. here's why. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow. That was a weak-ass burp. I apologize. I'm embarrassed for that being recorded. So here's why I chose Kate Upton. Holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, her husband is Justin Verlander, who's off to a solid start. The Houston Astros have been a red-hot team as of late. Dude, and, uh, Strohs, man. Yeah, Verlander. Holy I actually fuck. have a Detroit Tigers Justin Verlander shirt. Really? Slash jersey, you know, it's like a shirt which says mm-hmm. the number. He's a big fan of his. That guy's been one of the best pitchers in baseball yeah. over the last, you know, sure, surefire Hall of Famer. So besides being gorgeous and everybody out there, even if you're a woman, you better get into this. I know women who are like, yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. There's a video of her doing a dance called the Cat Daddy, which was like a big dance. I want to say when was it, like 2012, James, that came out? 2011? Like I can't remember. Because she's like 27 now. Oh my god! Twenty six, twenty seven, and I She's think that came, she was like nineteen or twenty in that video. Oh my god! And it is great dancing. It has nothing to do with her body whatsoever. The dancing, though, it, <laughs> it, it went viral for the moves. Right? It has over twenty seven million views on YouTube. Oh my god! And other people have ripped it, and they have millions of views on that. And there's yeah. people doing commentary towards it. Where That's I think there's of- one video I saw it was funny where it shows her doing it. There's got like some live reaction where like guys are just like. 
<laughs> like they're drooling, they're like adjusting their pants. They're like, oh man, that quickly, yeah. I'm getting, the, I'm getting the bone. You One know? of them's Justin Verlander. Yeah, <laughs> and then, and that guy. First of all, I should be doing this shot to him, yeah. right? But I did yeah. a man last week, and I'm, I want to yeah. show I'm a lover of all people, no matter <laughs> what their uh, gender is, and uh, as long as they're hot. Uh, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was the first one, and he was very hot. And uh, don't eat and talk to the mic. Fucking <laughs> come on, lad. Jesus Christ. Give me a professional, Joe. Yeah, be a, yeah, be a, be a pro, would you? Justin Verlander is a Cy Young winner, MVP winner, World yeah. Series champion, yes. Hall of Famer. Like I said, gonna, definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he marries Kate Upton, who's ten years younger than him, and one of the hottest women on the planet. Holy shit! Yeah, and they met while doing an MLB commercial. Yeah, we should have shot young. Verlander. We should have. We should have done a shot for Verlander. He Wait, might. He, he's going to get one. That might have been a Freudian slip. We also should have shot Verlander. We should have killed him. <laughs> yeah, because not one person should have that. Might, Fuck like, that dude. You can't have all. Not everything in your life can be that perfect, dickhead. There needs to be a balance in life. Because I, I was going to say, like, I used to joke about how there's always, like, a balance. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, yeah. I got white privilege, but I get sunburned. That's a balance, right. you know? Like, my black friends, you got to be careful around authority, but you got big dicks. There's the balance. Like, there's yeah. always, like, a. You know, like the prom queen who's gorgeous is usually kind of dumb. Yeah. Not always, though. Not and then, always. like, the star football player's an idiot. Not always. Yeah, but the veiled Vic- yeah. Oh, you're ugly, but you're the veiled Victorian. Like, you know, not always, though. Right. There's some people, like, my high school, right. my, I'm a buddy of mine. He lives a couple blocks from me. I, I, you know, I run into him every now and then. He was our starting quarterback and veiled Victorian, which was oh, Western on a full ride engineer, nice. like, super smart, great he was guy. 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 That's yeah, a weird some guy. people, yeah. Some people are that dude that could just do yeah. it all. What's he doing now? I think he's an engineer. Yeah, those guys. Like, yeah, he's got a good job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Um, child of immigrants, I've noticed yeah. too. And this is something yeah. we could get to with you because you have a great experience I, that you did. I do want to get back to Verlander. Oh, we're going to, and I got to get into some Kate Upton. Yeah, Kate Upton <laughs> has done some, some acting. Kate. I'd love to get into some Kate Upton. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I got. I'm sure get my into, wife would be like, "No, quote, I got to get into some Kate Upton." <laughs> <laughs> Close quote. <laughs> Joe Kilgallen. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that was Freudian. Yeah, man. <laughs> Some people are just so beautiful. Like I feel honestly, I'll say this: if my wife's listening, if uh, you had an opportunity to bang Brad Pitt, yeah, like, and maybe I'm even there, and she's like, "That's Brad Pitt over there." I'm like, "Holy shit!" You won't believe this. I ran into him out of the bathroom. And he's like, "I want to have sex with you." I'd probably be like, "It's fucking Brad Pitt. I gotta let you do it." Yeah, like I got because like how much of an insecure piece of shit would I be where yeah. I wouldn't let because you know that those are the memories when you're like 85 you're gonna be like I banged one of the the most popular movie stars of all time yeah that you could just smile a little bit like it. it's, it's not like it's not a love. bag full of money on the ground would you, you let would you let would it. you let your girl fuck yeah good good yeah. man that's a good man right there yeah any man who's saying the otherwise when it comes to that kind of level Dude, of superstar I'm, for real you, I'm not saying you let them bang the fourth lead on some bullshit sitcom no, no it has to be Brad Pitt caliber yeah The Rock. For sure. Please. Please. Come to my house now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if I get a chance to bank Kate Upton, I'd hope she'd be like, yeah. I, I don't want her to be like, get in there. That'd be weird. But <laughs> if she's like, and she gives me a look like, yeah, I get it. I get it. You know what? All right. I don't yeah. want to hear about it anymore after this, though. But uh, yeah, it's your hall pass. It's, I understand. You got It's your four-minute hall pass. I would hope she'd be like, <laughs> I kind of would fuck her if you wouldn't, because yeah. that's how hot to me yeah. Kate Upton is, where I feel Dude. like even the straightest woman would be like. Oh, can I at least play with those boobies? I want to yeah. just fucking, you know. Yeah. Because she's not like a waif. She's not like some girl that's like, oh, she's not wait. a stick. You know, there's some models that are sticks. She was like Sports Illustrated uh, Swimsuit Model of the Year like yeah. several years in a row. She's a cover model. Yeah, she was the yeah. cover, but like she wasn't like tight, tight. You know what I mean? She had, she didn't have a gut either. She, don't get me wrong. It was, everything yeah. was where it should be. 
Everything so is worse. This episode podcast. is brought to you by Michael Collins. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I don't know, I get real giddy talking about her. But here's what, here's what I'm going to add to it's that, though. dedicated to Kate Upton. <laughs> I like her because I think she's got some wit to her. Because yeah. uh, in that Cat Daddy video, when, when she like does the dance for like a minute, you know, it's a popular dance with the time. She's like grinding and she's like looking awesome. And then she's like, all right, that's all you get. That's all you get. Get out of here. You know, she kind of like a fun little, yeah. you know, just a playfulness totally. to her there. And uh, Justin Verlander, this was not last season, but the season before. It was a weird thing with the voting for Cy Young. Everyone's Cy Young is the sure. award given to the best pitcher in the league right. for baseball. And he got the most first place votes. But because the other guy who had the second most first yeah. place votes had more second place votes, it was some weird thing where no, it's weighted voting. Yes, it's kind of cool actually. It, believe it, it's kind of cool. So you're, yeah, I know, I know you're a big baseball guy. Yeah. So I know you, you have my, uh, you yeah. get it, right? Yes. I, I could get, I understand being upset though about it. Whoa, what are you pulling up right now? <laughs> they can't see this. Are those really naked pictures oh of her? Oh my god, there's no way. Those yeah. aren't her. Was it hack phone no bullshit? Way. Yeah. Sorry, is, Justin. I uh, Justin. Um, think of Justin Verlander, James Webb here pulled up was that verlander in the yep, shower with her that's it why would they take that picture did they think that wouldn't show up look how much of a dork he is uh, dude but he's huge huge look, he's like he's, i'm so happy right now. i was gonna say like life has a balance earlier when i was saying this stuff where's the balance with justin verlander oh, that's not what is what does he suck at he's a great pitcher he's got kate upton you know he's swinging oh. some pipe he's six five and he's got her probably sucks at math yeah, <laughs> I wish that everyone would trade that. <laughs> Fuck, there's calculators. You know what yeah, I mean? but Verlander, if you could be good at arithmetic, would you trade it all in? No. <laughs> God, that guy won. That guy won at life. Hey, won the lottery. He won oh the life lottery. God, if he yeah. comes out and says something like really offensive, if he drops yeah. the N word, I'd be like, yeah. Nah, I still, I still have mad respect for him. Uh, you know, I just you can never cancel him. Gonna leave one of these up for the real quick. Show. Those other shots of her vagina that was her yes. with her Wait, fingers on it. You, How can, can you know go, for sure? This is very bad. You can't do that. Just Look at that picture. Uh, Fuck off. Oh my god. You got you got to get rid of these Kate Upton pictures, man. It's distracting. It's way too distracting. Yeah, this, is, is, this, this is how Pod goes off the rails. It's like she's in jail right there. She's bending down to pick something up at the airport. She is. She looks like she's. I'm gonna, just trying to get you is, in trouble. Okay, at home. this is. You're not. It's not. <laughs> this is human being shit. If anyone saw those pictures, they would stop in their tracks and be like, "What is that? Yeah. What? Like, come on." All right, dude. Could you? Could you? Uh, uh, text me those links. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and with the Cy Young voting, though, this is what yeah. I was going to get to. One of the things that really yeah. made me go, "Oh, she's the best." Kate Upton. So, Justin, you know, you like the weighted voting. Some fans yeah. were like, oh, this seems weird. Cool. He should have gotten it. And right. there was a good argument, though. you got to admit, there's a good argument, a good case for him winning the Cy Young that season, 2017. Right. Or no, 20, was it 2018 season? Oh. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And uh, so she tweeted out, hey, at MLB, I thought I was the only person who gets to fuck Justin Verlander. Oh, shit. Basically saying Which you guys it? fucked over my husband it wasn't even husband at the time, I think. I think they were still kind like of engaged. Kind of a cool tweet. That's Super yeah. fucking Super cool, cool tweet. tweet. Yeah. You look like that. You dance like that. And you're going to have your man's back like that. Yeah. That's a superhero origin yeah. story right there. I don't know why I just threw a bunch of beer caps in the air. But, like, that is. Yeah, when a hot girl good God, yeah, goes to bad for you. Okay. Now, if he ever pulls a Tiger Woods and cheats on her, Verlander. it's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Not that Tiger should cheat because his wife was pretty smoking hot, too. But. You reached that like he just won the Masters. He won he? the Masters, and I remember thinking yeah. Bill Burr's this great joke about Tiger Woods, where all those people were like, "How could he cheat?" You know, he was making fun of all those talking heads on yeah, the yeah. shows. Yeah. Bill Burr has a great impression of those dudes with their jaws. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
he goes, yeah, you've never been tempted at that level. Imagine sinking a putt, and as you walk off the 18th green, there's a bus full of Scandinavian miles who are ready to jump on your dick. Like, yeah, you might slip up, you know? Yeah. And, of course, he thought he could get away with it. The guy's been, you know, in the zone his entire life. Yes. Like, yeah, why can't I do all this stuff? It's just it's a, that's, it's a fucked that's up world the, mentally. Uh, that's the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, talk, it's a layup. That. Yeah, it's a, it's layup. a layup. Of course I could right. do this. Yeah. And he's like, think about <laughs> I mean, I'm just basically quoting how genius that joke is. It is. You leave. He, he comes from another country. He's an immigrant here. Doesn't even know the language. He becomes governor of the most populous, uh, populated state. Isn't that now, fucking insane? Now we're just doing Bill Burr. <laughs> we are. This makes good. He, his podcast is great. I'm doing his. Uh, I'm quoting him, so I'm not stealing. Yeah. And I'm making my content great for it. But yeah. I thought about that when Tiger Woods was walking off the green and he was all pumped up. I go, yeah. like, you know, people said he was so dumb because... They use the old line, oh, he really outpunted his coverage, mm. meaning you're with a woman way hotter than you should be with. Yeah. But it's a but little different. You're worth a half a billion dollars. It kind of makes up for some. It does. I kind of feel yeah. like I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying all multimillionaires no. and billionaires should get a pass for cheating. I'm not, I don't agree with that at all. Like if I found out Justin Verlander was cheating, I'd be like, you fucking yeah, idiot. idiot. You had the best. I'd be like yeah. grinding my teeth while talking. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Oh, is, is that your fucking, is that your pitching arm? You're fucking crack right there. I hope you never. I can't. I hope you don't get to play soft toss with your kid. How dumb were you? <laughs> Fuck it. Like I get angry thinking about someone who'd be that stupid. Right? I'd like a hall pass of you with Justin Verlander. <laughs> I gotta set him straight if he's even thinking about it, man. And yeah. he'd be like, "Oh, I'm not thinking about it at all." One time I thought about it, but then I looked at my phone yeah. and started jerking off immediately. And yeah. the girl who was talking to me was like, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" He's like, "Look at that!" And then she started fingering herself. That's how I get up to this. Okay. You okay. show people her naked body, and everybody nearby, gay men would be like. I got to rethink some stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's how hot Kate Upton is. Question. Does your wife listen to this podcast? No. Okay. No. By the way, this is the only time I've ever perved out on a celebrity <laughs> on this podcast, right? 57, 58, 58 episodes in, first time I've perved out on a celebrity. Yes, James. You've only been in here for 19 episodes. That's Joe. true. But the previous uh, fucking 40 something or 38. I'm Ooh, sure. I'm sure you are. A big pervert in other episodes too. No, but I mean, I have a joke. You're chasing down, I will give that to you. Here's a little sneak preview for everybody. If you want to buy my album, also if you join the Patreon, <laughs> I'm a seamless promoter. <laughs> oh my god! If you join the Patreon, I will give you a naked picture of Kate Upton. I will. I will send that. I'll, I'll post that in the Patreon tomorrow or tonight. Oh my god! If you uh, if you subs- if you join the Patreon, we have a two tiers so far. We have a three dollar tier, which gives you lost podcasts or several podcasts that have had to be removed for various reasons, and also uh, By the a way, live stream. I, I want to listen to those so bad. I want to listen. So I, I I'm going to say this for your listeners. I started like listening to this podcast because I knew I was going to be on it, and all I kept hearing was that there was an episode with you and someone and, and literally you said it recently you could say who the person is okay all right it's not a secret uh, well, it was with jonah have... jerkins and tessa orzak yeah and tessa came back recently okay tessa and i get along i like i don't know i'm, I'm not, not i, like tessa, I yeah. don't care about that but as <laughs> i i don't <laughs> that sounded terrible um i just mean like as a listener like you literally said on a recent episode you go you go and i had to delete an episode so i could be on the patreon and i was like i want to fucking listen to that episode <laughs> So well, I, I deleted it. It was. It's actually still one of the most popular episodes, even though it's been off of the iTunes and Spotify stream. Episode. We're on Spotify, everyone. That's only just a recent development. Yeah. Um, that episode's on the Patreon. 
Okay, so I so go if to you Patreon. do the three dollar tier, you'll gotcha. get access to the, access to that. Mom, listen, the to that three dollar tier, which I call the draft beer tier. You're having a beer with me, we're hanging out, but I'm not driving to the airport. We're not at that, that level. Right. That's the six dollar tier. Now the six dollar tier will also get you a free download to my album, which will be coming out in June ish, like early June. It should be out by around that time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. But okay, you could listen to the Tesla once. Who, who did you make cry and why? It was Tessa. Ended up. Uh, crying at the end so, everybody so i'm not gonna give you all the details in australia that's a, a female chicago comic named tessa orzak yes very and, funny and bright future and you young and what happened <laughs> uh i can't tell the whole thing because i won't listen anyway we got heated i was called problematic at one point i was called a liar at one point um we went back and forth on some stuff um I was dickish in my explanations, yeah. and she was very drunk. I was very drunk. Uh, you made her watch it. She Kate made Upton a few. She made some good points. Yeah. <laughs> I just talked like, about. I'm like, be more like these. Kate Upton. <laughs> yeah. Tell me you don't want to fuck that. Yeah. And she's like, this is just so uncomfortable like, right now. Why can't you just be more like and her? I go, in say every it. Way. <laughs> say you want to bang Kate Upton because if you don't, I'll make you cry. Damn it. And that's that's what I said. So there you go, yeah. everyone. I ruined it. Now I'm not going to get any Patreon subscribers. This I got a like, few so far, and the Patreon's only been up for about a week, so I'm happy with that. Any little bit helps everybody. You know, I'm I'm, I'm doing this because I love it, and uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit of money I'm going to get my way. Of course, I'm not doing it for money, but if I get some money my way, I could put more back into the podcast. You know, for and, sure. And that's. You know, we could update some cameras in here. We could just do some really Please cool God. shit. Yeah, we could do some cool stuff, and then I could, um, I could do less of the things I don't want to do. Right. I don't have to take some bullshit gig right. two and a half hours away for like eh, money, but right. you know, I need a little more. And Kate I could, Upton, less I could do more Pee-wee bonus Herman. content. Yes, yes. and more. <laughs> less. Yes. If I'm gonna be jerking off, it's not gonna be in a theater. <laughs> a la Pee-wee. Yeah. So yeah, that uh, the, but that episode you're talking about that's was kind of uh, famous. I can't for a while. wait. I will donate to your Patreon. I will listen thank you. To that thank episode. you, Chris. I really I'm, appreciate. I'm that. with you. All right, let's move on from Kate Upton. Let's move on from Kate Upton. You, Chris, yeah, have a uh, you're like again because you started later in comedy, so you have like a, a career. I have a weird origin story. Yeah, can we get your origin story actually? Because then I want to slide into something you recently did. You donated your time to something that uh, yeah. I was. Still, I'm upset about. And uh, really, this is where I'll, 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 you know, I gave liberals shit for the first 20 minutes and, mm-hmm. and told liberals to go fuck themselves. Basically, not mm-hmm. directly, but basically, told them to lighten the fuck up. <laughs> this is where I win them back by explaining how angry I was. <laughs> is, Are you gonna... sure you're just not making more enemies? The, the, the other side will hate me for this. Yeah. They hey, liberals. shouldn't though, because this should not have been. A, this should never have been a political issue. Anyway, though, let's get your origin story and let's slide into. Doug, the great work you were doing. You got to love that line. Hey, liberals, you're about to love me. You're going to love me again. (laughs) I think the problem is someone was saying to me, they go, you say like, and I I tell people, I go, I am, I'm on the left with like 80% of issues. Yeah. You know? So there's just a couple things I just Oh, so you're a Nazi. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is now. 80% 80 to the left, you clearly, clearly want, uh, you're a white supremacist who wants, um, yeah. Yeah, you want minorities to all be living in sewers. That's what they would interpret that as. <laughs> That's the other 20%. And you don't know? think women should drive cars. Um, it's, it's insane with that stuff. But, uh, yeah, like I would say 85% I'm probably. Oh, it's 85 um, now, huh? Even almost far left in some way. Did it go up a 5%? A little bit. 80, 85% in that range. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, anyway, so, Chris, let's uh, let's. you're from St. Louis. We've established that. Yeah, I mean, I was. Uh, but you, you never were, did comedy in St. Louis, right? No, 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 not at all. You wouldn't. So you moved here what a few years ago? Yeah, I moved here, God, six years ago. Six years ago, okay. Cool. Probably doing, been doing stand up like four and a half, going on five. 
cool. Still, time. that's nothing in the game. It's like nothing. It's nothing. I'm like a baby in the world. Stand up. But like, I, I think, uh, like you, I don't, I, I don't know if we have time to get into it. We like, got plenty of time. There's no end to this podcast. <laughs> Did you bring a sleeping bag? Here's the deal. I it's kind of the craziest thing. Believe it, raised in England. Did you know that about me? I, grew I up did in England. not know you grew up in England. Grew up maybe, in England. Yeah. maybe it's it sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. yeah. How about that? We got some English listeners. Yeah. I'm looking Shut at my phone right now because I can door. find you. Yeah, talk about it. I'm going to find out in what part of England because I'm so, giving a shout out. Grew up in England. Um, moved to St. Louis when I was ten, and then uh, so yes, St. Louis Cardinals fan. That is true. Uh, you know, I like good baseball <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, and, uh, really? Okay. And, um, no, honestly, even though I'm, I hate the Cardinals, come I, um, good as an organization, you got to respect them. Like as a Cubs fan, Fuck yeah. they're always really good. I yeah. don't ever root for them. Of course. It's like that with the Packers mm-hmm. as a Bears fan. I hate the Packers, but they're always good I, it, with hockey. used to be like that with the Detroit Red Wings as a Blackhawks fan. I'm right. like, I hate them, but they're. As right. an organization, they do things right. I will say this. Speaking it's actually Liverpool, Australia. I thought uh, it was Liverpool, England. But I know I've had some English listeners. I just oh yeah, they haven't listened this past week because I only get updates on the recent week. Liverpool, man. Anyway, go ahead. So you yeah. grew up in uh, what part of England? Uh, Oxfordshire, 45 minutes north of London. Uh, wildest time. Eight years. First eight years of my life, like, being in England. I, I, was, a, I was a Brit for, like, the first. I, I love a lot of British comedies and stuff like that. Um, it's great. not a comedy, but I watched Lock, Stock, and Two Spoken Barrels the Fuck other day. yeah. Great, great movie. fucking movie, Great man. movie, man. I like Snatch a lot, too. Snatch, I think. Oh, my God. I, I'm a classic. big fan of those those early yeah. Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah. And, and it just, it's perfect. It, it gives you a nice snapshot of, They're like. Both on Netflix, by the way, everyone. Nice. Um, anyway, that's, like, neither here nor there. Uh, I don't I don't even know how to get to present. Bottom line, I spent my 20s, like, Working for nonprofits, I was in and out of uh, Latin America, Mexico, Ecuador. And you speak fluent, right? Speaks fluent Spanish. Yeah. All right. I want you to say. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um, Kate Upton makes my penis feel funny <laughs> in Spanish. Uh, wait. And then we're gonna direct message this clip to Justin Verlander. No. no, no. Oh, yeah. Like he's gonna get it. Yeah. Come on. I can't slide in his DMs. Verlander's gonna be like. I respect I, him too much. It's even not. Is no. Well, could you, could you well, say something cool? I don't know. I mean, I need some bilingual listeners. Holy. The funny thing is, I had two uh, people who are. Oh, Abby doesn't speak Spanish fluently. Does Abby Sanchez not speak Spanish? I think he said something like his mom came from Puerto Rico and didn't know any English, so she was learning it and just didn't want it spoken in the house so she could learn shit. it. But he, I think he could understand it, but doesn't really speak it fluently. But fluently. Joey V speaks. Joey Spanish, V does right? for sure. Yeah. We should plug Joey V real quick while we're here. Uh, yeah, man, that I mean, guy's gonna. No, do- he's. Comedy Central, Bill Burr. Yeah, or we, when he was on the podcast nice. last week, we mentioned it. Yeah, right. he got uh, discovered by Bill Burr. I guess was just on YouTube and found him. So, again, everybody, like, as we're living in exciting times, in the sense that if you're good and you put shit out there, yeah, it might take a long time, but keep at it. Someone yeah. will find you. I think the important the important takeaway is like, okay, think about this. Like, there's a Chicago comic named Joey Via Gomez. He's been running with you for 10, 11, He's been doing longer years. than me. He's older than me. Fourteen years. Fourteen years he's been doing it. He's so longer than me, and he's uh, he's a good six years older than me. Not that that matters, but yeah, this guy perseverance. The way he puts it on Facebook, this guy's just chilling, and then out of nowhere, like Bill Burr sees a clip of his on YouTube, Instagram, whatever, and then hits him up and is like, "Hey man, I think you're funny. Like, you want to come out to L.A. and do a Comedy Central thing?" So like. So, uh, you know, a friend of ours, a guy we work with regularly at the no, House I love of Blues, it. he's a great comic. Like, he's going to fly out to L.A., and so hats off to him. And, and what I love about him is he's got endless material, man. He's yeah. always, he's, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people I respect because they're always 
pushing themselves and writing new stuff and new stuff. And then there's other people who I think are great that you're like, yeah, you've been kind of rolling, you know, driving this set into the ground a little bit. I get it, though. It still yeah. kills, but I see yeah. all the time. And I, th- I think you could expand a little bit more. Well, he's a guy that I think is always pushing it. Yeah. he. Well, he's been doing it for years. But anyway. Yes. Well, you yeah, know, I'm not. It's yeah. It's not always. Um, Good yeah. Guy. Obviously, he's been doing it a long time. But I feel like some of you know, you, you got that in you. He's got that yeah. drive and hustle in him. Yeah. And I feel like he always. He's never was never and this this again if you're not a comedian listening apply this to whatever profession you do and I think it it will have some benefit to you is just keep on your pace do what you don't compare yourself to other people right. don't get caught up in the oh so and so got this promotion and so and so just got this because they're a kiss ass right. do you know fucking stay in your lane and work hard within right. your parameters and shit's gonna work out yeah. I really believe that there was um. I forget who. Uh, uh, no, it was a Chris Rock interview. I love this interview. I think it was Chris Rock on WTF. He basically said, he goes, um, you can never pop too late. Fame can never find you too late, but it can find you too early. Because imagine if they discovered you when you sucked. Imagine oh, like wow. you blew up and you had a bad... He goes, he goes, now you can pop too early. That is a thing. That's a real thing. But like, you can never, you can never pop too late. And I, like, I think about that all the time because, like, get good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, man. Yeah. Because I was worried when I took fourth in Berwyn, Illinois, for this comedy competition. <laughs> I thought, ooh, you smell that? Fame is right around the, ooh, it's around the corner. And like if I'd have taken first, <laughs> I could have ruined me because the person yeah. who took first, yeah. Um, yeah. Is dead now. But like that's not, <laughs> you know, that's neither here nor there, you know. Right. It was a, you know, you, right. you get caught selling shit, you're going to get shot. But it's just a thing. Yeah. Um but yeah. no, I like that. Yeah. I like that with Chris Rock. Very good role. Dude, I really those dudes kind of know what they're talking about. The people at the top of their games, I really kinda. feel like most of them for the most part, what I like about them is they feel this need to give back because yeah. the void has been filled. Andrew Schultz is a guy that uh Webb and I are big fans Schultz of right now because yeah. I think he's a genuine dude. Like a talking, New, New York comic, right? New York comic, yeah. 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 I was talking earlier about the comics who are edgy because they're trying to be edgy, and then the comics who are just being themselves. Yeah. He's edgy because he's just himself. Yeah. He's just who he is. <coughs> talking about yeah. trans, he's got this great transgender joke nice. where he said, I'm quoting another comic's joke in this podcast. It's great. Whatever. Whoever fills the fucking hour. <laughs> whatever fills the two hours. He said uh, his bit is basically, which check him out on YouTube. I want to give him a plug because he's inspired me in a lot of ways. So go to his YouTube. It's endless, endless hours of great content. He says about uh, the word tranny, he goes, it's not like derogatory. It's not meant to be offensive. It's just, it's shorter. And that's just how we do things in America. He goes with the English language. That's how we do things like transgender, tranny, grandmother, granny like we just shorten things so he's like it's not hateful just shorter because my name is andrew what's short for that and the whole car goes andy Andy. you're from australia you're an aussie you're from you know and then he says like a thing where it's like oh well what about blackie he goes well blackie is offensive because it's longer (laughs) right it's fucking like it's a brilliant joke and it's like funny and what i like about it is it kind of brings transgender people like in like you're part of it now yeah you know, um, you know, yeah. I've talked about this on the podcast because I grew up in a ball busting culture. Yeah. My friends and I all gave each other shit. Yeah. I had an episode where I had my best friend um, who I grew up with. Still one of my best friends, uh, Michael Pecco. I can't remember what number that is, but everyone go back and listen to it. 
I mean, I grew up, we grew up on the same block. You know, we're, he's, he's got more dirt on me than anybody. He knows how I was when I was six. He knows how I was when I was four. He yeah. knows how I was when I was 14. You know, like, grew up, we, we like literally born next to each other. Yeah. Same building, born two months apart. He was July, oh, was September. And wow. since the day we were born, we were tight. And I, it's, you have these friends that give you such a hard time that when they're nice to you, like, you remember it. Right. I remember I hit a game winning shot in seventh grade, with like two seconds left. And then, like, you know, the other team got the ball with two seconds left, but all they could do was, like, throw up a prayer. Missed. We won. Him and my other buddy, Chris Sorensen, who was one of my best friends in grade school, uh, they came running down the stairs. Uh-uh. And they were, like, jumping on me. Nice. And then he, they actually said, like, dude, that was great. Yeah. Were, and I remember being like, that meant more to me than anything else because we, right. we were in a culture just constantly shitting at each other. So, And not that I ever thought they hated me because I shit on them back, so it was just part of it. But the fact that they were like, dude, what you just did was unbelievable, made it feel even more special because I thought they would have came down yeah. going, dude, should have hit it with no time left. You almost gave him a chance to fucking win. Right. You almost fucked that up. Should have right. waited half a second, kissed the glass, it goes in, zero yeah. time left. You, you know, I thought I, That's what I would have thought they were going to do. Right? Time out, time out. Can I just say, like, this is so funny because, like, dude, cut I, me off whenever because I know no, I've interrupted I feel you a few like, times. I feel like this has haunted you since the seventh grade. Like, this is like Joe Kilgallen's. It's the only thing that's retained my confidence. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me all my confidence that day. All the confidence before that was fake. Everything after goes that back day, to I started doing moment. a fucking strut when I walked. <laughs> I started fucking uh, dressing in a way watching where Kate. Like, you can't pull that off. Kate now, Upton yes, videos. <laughs> Be like, and I could, and it gave me the confidence that even though I'm I'm married to a gorgeous woman who's right. fucking phenomenal, right. that I could talk about how infatuated I am with Kate, Kate Upton, Upton and know that, uh, um, you know, she's not going to kill me for it. <laughs> you know, my wife does have a great sense of humor, though. I'm no doubt she does. She'll she'll bust a line every now and then when we're hanging out, yeah. where it makes me laugh. The problem is she laughs harder. Yeah, and she goes, "I'm I should be a comedian too." And I'm like, "No, you shouldn't." Stop I it. Actually, but you're funny. Shout out to your wife. Here's I don't I've never met her, uh, but for listeners at home, when Joe recorded his first album, it, tell me this is true. You've got a photo of her in like a dog. It's like in a dog cage. Yeah. And, like, I thought it was funny as fuck. But didn't you get some blowback on that? I got blowback from a couple white women. <laughs> it goes full circle. And we're full circle. Um, yeah, so the inside jacket what a, what of my... What about Latino women? No, nah, they're cool, yeah, man. No, they're yeah. always, you <laughs> yeah, know... they're cool. They're Steve cool. Byrne, I'm quoting another fucking comedian. What is with this episode? I've never... James, uh, you know, I'll give shout-outs to people, but I've never full-on quoted people. Steve Byrne, though, and, I should be quoting support, every episode, uh, Steve though. Steve Byrne's pa- Patreon. <laughs> I don't know if, he, if, he, if you got one, Byrne. Um, no, I should be giving him um, love as often as I can because he was the first headlining comedian to take me on the road. Nice. And he gave me my first job in L.A. Nice. As a matter of fact, my first boss, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, my first boss was Steve Byrne and Vince Vaughn. Oh, Vince shit. Vaughn was my boss. Shut the front door. Yeah. I moved, when I moved out to L.A., it was season three of a TBS television show called Sullivan and Son, which was uh, co-created by Steve Byrne and Rob Long. And Rob Long was one of the writers for Cheers, so it was kind of like a little bit of a yeah. Cheers homage, I Holy suppose. Shit. And uh, And it was a fun show, and I was a stand-in on the show. You know, which is uh, for those of you who don't know, they have like an when the like during the week when the actors are rehearsing, they'll like block it and be like, all right, on this line, you'll walk over here and then you go over here and this. Yeah. And then they got like a B team, they call it, where it's a bunch of people who are standing in for the actors. And while the other actors go on break or do whatever, the stand ins come in. Right. There's a Seinfeld episode where Kramer plays a stand in. So check that out. And I basically we would redo the scene. And then that's for the cameraman to do like markings. They'll be like, all right. 
you're here, here. And that way when they record it live, they know where to go. And then the lighting guys will be like, all right, we got to light this a little bit better over here and like right. this. And, and it's just, you know, and it was a great job. It got me into the union. I'm, I'm, I'm screen actors guild, which is nice. Cause every nice. year around Christmas time, I get all the screeners. So at home I've got a pile and I've been, I guess I watching more of them. I still, I have Bohemian Rhapsody on DVD at home. I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it. I haven't watched it yet. I have uh, the favorite. I have um, a right. bunch of the movies that were nominated. Pretty much all the movies that are nominated every year, I see. That's why I remember, Webb, when I was telling you that I've barely seen any movies over the last two years, and one of the, the first movie I saw in almost two years, yeah, when we and I were hanging out, cutting up the album a couple nights ago, <clears throat> was I saw, I saw Rogue One in December of 2016 because my buddy wow. worked for Disney, and he gave me like a sneak pass to it. So I saw it like a week before it came out nice. nationwide. Yeah, it was awesome. And then that was December 2016. I didn't see a movie again until Holy 2018. Fuck. About six months ago, I think it was like November 2018. What'd you I, watch? I watched uh, the se- the sequel to the girl with the dragon tattoo, whatever that was called. <laughs> yeah, and you're both fucking making fun of me, but it was a fun movie. It was good action. I liked the first one. The first one was good. Oh, they're best-selling books, but I'm a fucking idiot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't have watched like. But you know what the funny thing was? Everyone. They're not okay. So I made a thing about it where I'm like, oh, this is the first movie I've seen in nearly two years. And, and a few people online asked what movie, and I said, oh, I saw the girl with uh, something or other. The girl who saw her shadow, and there's more winter. I don't know what the fuck it was called. I can't remember. The, yeah, the girl. That's how good it was. Groundhog I can't girl. remember the title. Yeah, the girl, the girl with the, the spider's web, Yeah, maybe? the girl with the groundhog tattoo. Yes, the girl with uh, Bill, Murray, Bill Murray's face uh, on her uh, smaller back. Yeah, her lower back. Anyhow. Her lower back tattoo. But everyone was like, dude, why of all the movies you go see that? They, why didn't you see this? this? I go, I didn't see those movies because those are going to be nominated and I'm going to get them in the mail for free in a week. You fucking nerd. Oh like, I gave God. them shit going because I'm union, oh bitch. God. You're going to come at me going, oh, you're post-chasing movies? I'm like, yeah, you spend your fucking 20 bucks on a fucking movie that I get to watch in the comfort of my own home with my fucking balls out. That's what I'm going to do. That's how I'm going to watch. I spent $20 on a movie no one wants to see. I didn't, I didn't, it was, I had a gift card. Okay. I did. I had a gift card. It was to Regal Cinemas okay, in Chicago. And then I went to see? Fat Willie's Rib Shack right afterwards. Jeez. It was a nice little date night. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty pumped about that. Actually, everyone, I could say this now. Why The reason we're doing this episode, I mentioned, oh, if you're listening to this now, this was recorded a whole week earlier. Yeah. I'm going to try to backlog a few because on April 22nd, I think it's 22nd, 23rd, I can't remember the exact date, um, my kid will be born because hey. we're going in, you know? And... Um, so I'll have right. I'll have my second child. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet because we kick it old school. We're surprised. So uh, yeah, I'll be a, a dad times two. Really excited about it. We actually um, we we live in a three bedroom house and uh, we move my son from one bedroom to the other one and the, and he's because that's nice. the bigger room. Nice. So you, the older kid gets the bigger room. That's just Great. those are the breaks. Yeah. And uh, we're you know we're getting the rooms ready and um, yeah I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Guys, okay, he's gonna have a kid. I, yeah. Hey everyone, at home, if you're listening to this. Right now, pause and clap. No, I'm kidding. Hell yeah. do that shit. Yeah. So I was talking about Steve Byrne. It took me a second to remember everybody because uh, right. I, I got sidetracked by But that dude, I, I appreciate so much of that guy. He's a great comic. He, uh, you know, we were talking about, you were saying, I made the joke about in my first album, I had the inside jacket. It was a picture of my wife and my yes. dog inside yes. a dog cage. Yes. So we had this big dog cage for my dog, who at the time was yeah. maybe like maybe a one years old. She had a lot of bad separation anxiety, this poor little pup. Right. She was like abandoned. She was a boxer lab or surrendered, whatever the term is. And uh, so my wife got into the cage being like, it's nice. Come on in. And they went in together. And I jokingly locked in and snapped a funny ass picture. Nice. And I used it as the inside jacket because I thought that was funny. It was funny. And most people loved it. And I remember when I made the post, I, I, I posted that picture of the two of them in a dog cage. 
and the caption was, they know what they did. Like, you know, that's why nice. the fuck they're in there. Yeah, and I mean, a couple people were just like, mm, yeah, yeah, the mixed message. And I was just like, she thought it was funny because I was talking about yeah. the great sense of humor yeah. my wife has. My wife does drop some yeah. funny lines every now and then. Nobody and, would qualify her as funny, but she will drop a line where I'm like, and that cracks me up, you know? And to be clear, she willingly got inside a dog cage. Yes, I didn't shoo her in there. I didn't <laughs> yeah. kick her in there. <laughs> I didn't, her. like, fucking bait the cage where she's like, oh, there's my cell phone. And she yeah. got in there. I'm like, ha sucker. <laughs> you know, I didn't do that. Uh, I did put some cheese in there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I mouse trapped it, right? <laughs> no, but it was funny because you said, like, we're Hispanic women mad about that, too. And it reminded me of the Steve Byrne joke. That's where I got it on the whole topic of SAG and, you know, getting movies for free. And it's all because of Steve Byrne. That's why I got into that union was he had this great bit i think it's on one of his specials everyone maybe it would sound the one called the burn identity where he talks about how it's such a white like other minority women don't bitch about the things white women bitch about yeah because they're coming from such a place of fucking privilege. he didn't even realize it but he was doing like a white women privilege joke in a sense right where like hispanic women would be like i had to take care of six other people's kids and go home and take care of nine of my own obviously some fun with some fun with the stereotypes you know, right. black women have all these fucking real hardcore issues to deal with. You know, Asian women, if you're in that, like if you're in those cultures, they like bound your feet. You can't oh laugh God. in public. Like, you know, there's a whole like yeah. part of that shit, you know. And then he goes, and white women are like, Ugh, my husband got me the iPad mini, but I wanted the full iPad. And then he got me. <laughs> and it's only four gigabytes where it's like, uh, I like to take pictures. Hello. And, right. and now I got to go to soccer practice three times a week where it's like boring. Like, you know, yeah. and it's just as like stereotype how fucking annoying Perfect. but so the, and yeah. it's not all white women obviously but that suburban right. type of like totally. you know totally. i drive a range rover and I, i'm on my phone all the time yeah. and i have kids i don't Fuck. care about like that fucking piece of shit but yeah. my wife has got a great sense of humor she's pregnant as shit right now like i said nice. we're a week away and when you hear this everyone the child will be born ah, most just, likely yeah and shit. um yeah it's exciting as hell but she's got a great sense of humor so you know she's really pregnant so sometimes she'll lift up her shirt and like the belly's out and i'll come into the room and be like oh, god suck in that gut ew nice. have some class nobody wants to see you know i give her yeah. and she laughs she finds it funny right i got shit about one joke i do that's like one of my most popular jokes but someone said to me like yeah i didn't really like that and i'm like oh well you know the person who it's about loves it thinks it's hilarious don't nice. give a fuck what you think nice what's the joke um, the joke of, I don't want to give it away cause I want people to check out. It's a, it's a joke in which I, um, it's about the delivery room, that joke. Oh, I love that. Joke. Yeah. Everyone does. One or two joke. people were just like, yeah. mm, I liked yeah. your stuff back before. And I was just like, look, that's fine though. That's fine. And earlier I mentioned how I want, you know, my comedy yeah. bring people together and like people, but if you don't like it, you don't fucking like it. And I'm not going to change for you. Right. There's find something else. I don't take offense to that. Anyhow though, I wanted to bring up your nonprofit work because, oh, and you speak yeah. fluent Spanish, which is yeah. great. Uh, there's been a problem at the United States border for a while now. There's talks yeah. of a wall, which I'll say is a huge waste of money for many of reasons. But number one, for those of you out there who are for it, you should know that the majority, mm-hmm. like I think it's like 60, 65%, I could be off by a few percentage points. Mm-hmm. The majority of immigrants that come to America illegally okay. fly here. So <laughs> do, are we going to put a fucking force field up? Huh? Are we gonna put up a? Are we gonna have like Jean Grey put up a fucking thing that just blocks planes <laughs> if they got illegals on there? Like, There's like nah. a giant sh- sky shield. Yeah, yeah, people act like there aren't direct flights from Mexico yeah. City to fucking uh, yeah. New Orleans. Like, you know, you could they they come here yeah. and they go, oh, I'm just visiting, and then they don't go back. It's not everybody who's sneaking underneath Word. landmines and rivers and all that other shit. So a wall is is a waste of money in a lot of ways, and it's against a lot of what America stands for. Yeah. And you were down there, and there's a crisis. I'll just I'll 
No, you got the conch. No, I'm gonna let you I, take it away. I don't want to belabor it at all. But like to anyone listening, like it, it at the end of the day, the cool thing about America is like um, it is a very, very, very cool country in that like it's comprised of Hispanics and Latinos and people from Mexico and people from you know England and God knows where and Italy and it's it, so my whole thing is like. Um, how do I put this? Like, if I could just add to that, what I always thought made America special, and I, I learned this in an early age, yeah. was that we were a melting pot in the sense that we were we were the greatest country in the world because we took a little bit from everyone and blended it all together. Totally, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. we, Einstein split the atom. He's not American. He wasn't born here. Yeah, but he came over here and did that because we were like, yeah, come on, come on by. Right. Um, you know, on my baseball podcast, I about text. <laughs> Ted Williams' mother was born in Mexico. Ted Williams is half Mexican. Right. You know, you've got all these great Ryan Reynolds, who I did a, a shot for the other day. He's from uh, Canada. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to get Ryan Reynolds on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. But like America kind of took the best of every culture and brought right. it together. So when you're if you're some guy that hates immigrants, don't eat pizza. Right. Don't eat tacos. Right. Don't eat brats. Don't eat hot dogs. You literally have nothing to eat. Grilled right. cheese might be native to that might be American. Yeah. Buffalo hide. But yeah. you hate those people if you're that type yeah. of guy. So you don't even like Native Americans. Right. You got nothing. I'm pretty sure grilled cheese is like Spanish. It's you know, probably. Like, yeah, it's probably Spanish. Is it Spanish though? Because no. well, maybe Spain. But I know Mexico, you get authentic Mexican tacos, there's no cheese, and that's disappointing. Right. It, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, buddy. no, no. no. I, and I don't even. And I, I really just wanted to know because I know you went down there yeah. to help out at the border. Totally. Tell us what that scene was. So, okay. So at the end of the day, like, I'm. I'm like not even I wouldn't even describe myself as like hard left. I'm just sort of like raised Catholic, Irish Catholic. My mom's Irish Catholic. So like a, a big part I'm sure of that it was is popular like, in England. Yeah, <laughs> real. Oh my god. Um so it's like uh, you've seen Dairy Girls, right? Yeah, great show. Holy oh my shit. watch Dairy Girls on Netflix everyone fucking Holy hilarious. God. We so watched good music it as a family, too. died laughing. So funny. Die laughing. So my mom's from Dairy. My mom is a Dairy Girl. Nice. Officially a Dairy Girl, you know. So anyway, bottom line, um just was raised like be nice to others and that that's it that's it like it's a very simple like kind of like be kind to others so the bottom line is like if there's an immigrant who's hungry homeless go help them out it, it's not that you're political it's not that you're republican it's not that you're democrat it's just like you know Chris, be decent yeah be decent at the end of the day so like i i went down to this um about a month ago and i went down to this sort of like a uh, detention facility in Texas where like and what are the conditions of the detention facility so wildly uh, this is going to sound crazy uh, awesome they're good are they good conditions they're good good because there's some people day. who make it seem like right. it's the worst thing ever right and and because they've got an agenda and like that's the thing is like you land a government contract that's going to give you a, a fucking gajillion dollars to like house and feed people you're going to give them some nice so like some good amenities. Yeah, yeah. So they had three square meals a day. They had access to a nurse. They had access to like they had sweats. And had, even the people knocking in America, other countries right. don't have that at their border. Well, and this is like what I'm trying to tell people is like, it's not that like the government is bad. The government is literally just like harboring people for a time. It's just that like the we've politicize the immigrant well holy fuck this is like serious shit like no more, it's fine dude but here's the thing though dude you know this is some of the stuff i talk about at bars and pubs with friends gotcha you okay. get a little silly you yeah you, you talk about dude i would fucking do this to that model like what i do with kate upton <laughs> right you know what i mean and then and okay. you're gonna bounce from topic to topic so don't don't hold back right. dude like 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, hit me with your experience because I'm fascinated by a lot of this. At the end of the day, it's, it's so sad because all, all, all we've done is politicize the immigrant. It's just a working class person. They just want to come here and work, and we've demonized them. And, and so the, the right, probably to a, in a caricature sense, is like, hey, like they're really bad. They're going to like rape and, and attack you and rob you. And then the left has maybe made them a little too innocent, too. We're like, they're just like these innocent people. Like, like, and it's like there's a median me, medium ground where like, nah, they're just regular people. Like, sure, like, like they're they want to work. They want to. Most live in people a are pretty country. good, but yeah, there's gonna be some dickheads. Yes, yeah, there's course. absolutely course. some people. Like, okay, so what we did was I was an interpreter for immigration attorneys, and it was pretty funny because like, so like, like, you interview people and you're like, you're like, hey, why can't you live in Honduras? And it was so funny because some people would be like, real quick where they're like, because it fucking sucks. And that was yeah. a bad. I was trying to do like a Mexican guy and it, it almost sounded more like, um, no, no, no. Hey, dude, it's fucking bad. <laughs> it's fucking bad. And I don't know why I'm trying to have fun with this. So we no, got to break the ice no, no, a little no, no. bit. But you're, you're in it because so you're people are like, well, we we're asking for asylum in the United States. And so we, we literally would sit down, me and an immigration attorney, we'd be like, why can't you live in your country? And they're like, oh, I mean, I can. And we're like, no, that's not the answer. You want to get? They go, oh, it's fine. I love Honduras. Great yeah. peaches. And we're like, all right, you're gonna get. You should them. come there for July. Beautiful. Oh my god, the way the ocean kisses the shore. And we're like, you're gonna get kicked the yeah. fuck out. You know, like you're not our guy. But then occasionally you'd be like, why can't you live in Honduras? And they'd be like, bottle works. I'm like, a, a gang threatened me, or like. My husband is going to murder me. Oh, uh, there's no food. There's no jobs. We're all going to die. Right. That, that, that should be the answer for all and that. And we're, we're all like, all right, like, yeah. <laughs> like, get this guy a pass. You know? So it was literally like, and then it, it One got. One guy going, dude, we just don't get Game of Thrones down there. And it's like, come on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be the only person on Twitter that doesn't know. So yeah. it was like the funniest stuff. We're like the first day of a week there with immigration attorneys. We were throwing around the word murder like you and I on this, like we threw around the word Kate Upton. Yeah. You know, like we'd be like, okay, cool. So like he's going to murder you. Nice. Yes. Great. Great. Uh, I like how you were like happy. Like, oh, fuck yeah. I could get you in. Someone try to kill you? Yes. All right. Sweet. Yo, totally. Paco gets in, right? Totally. Okay. That's exact. That was the vibe where yeah. we were like, uh, like we'd walk out, we'd be at the coffee bar and be like, got a great case here. Like, whole gang wants to murder them. Uh, they've nowhere to go. Totally fleeing to the United States, and we'd be like high five in. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's this weird. It's a little fucked up type of thing. It but is, I, I get it though. Is in the same yes. regard. It's a weird nexus where like immigration law meets. Like need meets in the United States of America states them. So it's yeah, it's great. That's kind of like that where, in life in general, you come across someone who's like, "I need help, but I'm not that bad." You're like, "Man, eh, you'll figure it out." Yeah. But if someone's like in dire straits, you're like, "Oh, this is something I could really sink my right. teeth into, and I could really do something with." And you know, it's not to say that the other person doesn't deserve a second chance too. Yeah. But I get it where you're like, ooh, I get this. But let me ask you this. I don't know if you saw any of this or heard any of this. Yeah. I talked to a friend right at the time this was happening, and everyone's like, this is insane. We're separating children from their parents. Is that still right. going on? I don't know if the separate. No. To my knowledge, not yet. Because to me, that was the most fucked up thing. And then there were people on the one side. I, that's what kills me about politics right now. 
everything becomes your favorite sports team. Right. This is Man City versus Man United. Right. This is, uh, you know, um, the Yankees yeah, versus let's the Red Sox. Still immigration down to Man City versus Man United. No, I mean not not immigration, but politics in general. Right. right? No, I, Where, I'm teasing. Yeah, yeah like, of course. Yeah. yeah, I got you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Where whatever the red team does, I'm all for. Right. Whatever the blue team does, you know. Right. Despite the fact that it might be just dumb. Like if the, I'm, I'm one of those people. If the blue team sucks. I'm gonna be like, blue team, look, I like you, I voted for you, right. but you're fucking up right now, bro. Right. Red team people don't do that. And when that first was happening, the separating of children. It was insane to me because I'm like, this is fucked up. And they're like, yeah, well, if I get arrested, say I rob a 7-Eleven and my kid's in the car, you think they'll let me th- the kid come with me? This yeah. is a little different, motherfucker. It's your homeland. You probably have a sister they could call or a relative, and there you go. And right. yeah, if you got no one else, of course, I'm not going to let the kids sit in a cell with you. But it's not. It's a lot less scary than traveling thousands and thousands of miles, most of them on fucking foot, right. to try yeah. to have a better life. And to me, the same argument, a lot of... Americans make when they meet Europeans or, or other people. Like, you know, when I meet people from Ireland. Right. So, like, I'll meet some people from Ireland. They go, dude, you're fucking American. I go, no, I know that. When I meet someone like you and you go and we talk, I go, I'm an American. Yeah. But when I'm talking to you, Chris, or you, James, I say I'm Irish. Right. And that's almost a way to identify with the fact that it was very brave of my ancestors to leave their homeland in search of a better life for right. their future relatives being me. Right. So I think it's disrespectful for me not to honor that Irish heritage totally. and not to celebrate that heritage, right? So when I meet these people from Ireland who every now and then give me shit, usually I slam them back by saying, hey, listen, assholes, if it wasn't for my family paving the way, you guys wouldn't be able to come over as freely as you do. And that seems to go the same with Italians, French, Germans, Polish, right. whatever fucking immigrant wave that comes through. Right. And what, uh, what kills me about that it's just how disrespectful people could be. But what I was going to ask about the separation of parents is some people told me they were separating the kids from the parents because a lot of the parents weren't really their parents and they were sneaking them in. It's like, no, no, that's not really that's that's a bullshit thing. True. That's no. propaganda. I okay, can good. tell you this from because I don't know dir- if it was like a fake no child trafficking thing. Direct from direct experience, like a lot of at least I guess at least what the U.S. government is doing, what they're willing to do is they're going to house the mother with the child, boy or girl. Good. Because right? you've heard these women crying. You're like, that's like a girl. Oh, they don't even sound human. If, if someone pulled my son away from me and I was worried I would never see him again, right. you would see the Incredible fucking Hulk. I believe You'd it. You'd see the Incredible fucking Hulk. That's what you'd see. I believe it. And that's the insane thing. It's like, so you'll be talking to these kids. One day they are rosy as, as can be. The next day, Joe, I swear to God, different child. Yeah. Because they haven't seen their father. Yeah, They're man. That's, I don't like that. That's They're, what fucking kills me. Right. And the people who are on the wrong side of that, fuck you. Like, how right. could... Just It's amazing how people get jaded for their fucking cause. They just right. stand by bullshit. You could right. be a Republican. You could be a good person and also vote that way. But also be like, no, I demand better in my party. Right. I don't want to see people tortured who are just looking for a better life. We should be the fucking moral leaders of this goddamn planet. Right. And what I'm seeing is fucking bullshit. Right. You don't take a fucking kid from their parents. Right. Like, I don't know, man. Right. But I know you were down there firsthand, and I wanted to actually get someone to witness it. Because yeah. everyone nowadays like to, likes to speak as an expert. Yeah. Where it's like, you haven't seen shit. You don't know, know what you're talking about. So, Chris. Social media updates. Bullshit. So, yeah. Thanks for coming on and, and, and telling me about that. Thanks man. for having I'm me. I'm sure. Thank you. That was nuts. Dude, really funny. I'd love to have you on again. Uh, Chris, you'll be there tomorrow House of Blues? Hell yeah. House Chris, of Blues. Chris every and I will Tuesday. be at the House of Blues. Well, every Tuesday because I realize we're posting Tuesday. this later on. But every Tuesday, House of Blues. Every Tuesday. Chris runs a bunch of shows. Follow Chris on Twitter. What's your handle? At, at Chris Trani. Perfect. <laughs> at Chris Trani. It's not Trani. It's Trani. He's yeah. a wonderful comedian. I'm glad you had 
you were on. Everyone, thanks for checking out Killgans Pub. Subscribe to the Patreon. I really appreciate that. iTunes, Spotify, you know where to find us. Uh, cheers to you and yours. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you.